Welcome to Design Your Life with Sandy. I am your host, Sandy Yang. I am a brain rewiring certified coach and human design expert. In this podcast, we talk about becoming the most kick-ass, unstoppable version of yourself, building a life of alignment and flow that you deserve, and taking a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at sandyyang.hd. Hey, beautiful people, welcome back to the podcast. Okay, is it just me or is every spiritual wellness energy healing person on Instagram talking about how intense November energy is? I mean, I feel like it's always intense, like there's always happening, there's always some kind of retrograde or something. You know what I mean? So this shit never stops, but November does feel like big changing transformative energy. It is Scorpio season, so that kind of makes sense. I'm not an astrology expert by any means. Um, this is like general astrology commentary information, so take it with a grain of salt. But everybody knows that while it is very commonly known that Scorpio energy is very much like no bullshit, no fluff, let's get this shit over with. Whatever is like not serving you, whatever you're still like being indecisive about is very much like, hey, let's make a decision and get shit moving forward. Brutal honesty, that kind of vibes. So Scorpio is intense, like things you have pushed down or procrastinating on addressing, now is all revealing and unfolding. So is all good energy for sure if you decide to ride on this wave. And it is cool that this happens at the end of the year, it is November. We're very much thinking about what we want to bring into the next year. How do we want to show up? So right now is a great time to dig into shadow work, start brain rewiring, explore energy work, all that kinds of um, yummy good stuff. If you haven't heard of North Node and South Node in astrology, the lunar eclipse is like supposedly this big potent opportunity for you to move away from your South Node into your North Node. So think about South Node as like your comfort zone. Like the sign of your South Node represents quality you're meant to move away from in your lifetime. And every sign has positive and um, lower vibrational qualities. So like in my lifetime, for example, with my Cancer South Node, I naturally came into this world understanding, you know, self-reflection, vulnerability, I value intuition, and that has like served me well. However, um, this is what feels familiar and it can lead to potentially lead to neglecting my own needs for the sake of others. So putting other people above me. Um, so it's all about, for me, learning to like put myself first 
and really be mission focused on what I want to do in this lifetime. So you can look up your North and South Node on sites like astro.com. I think that's what it's called. And cafe astrology, you just need your exact birth time, date, and place to look up your north and south node. And this is especially helpful if you're like really into self development work. You but you feel a little overwhelmed. Like okay, I want to fix this. I want to fix that. Looking into your south node, the not so pleasant qualities of the sign. Looking into that will give you a lot of. Clarity, and it will just continue to unfold from that place. So that's a little bit about South Node. So、um, to summarize, in our lifetime, we are meant to move away from our South Node, which is like our comfort zone, what we are already familiar with. It feels cozy, but like if you're there for too long, it feels painful, and you feel stuck. Um, so we're meant to move into our North Node. So this is. Embodying more of our higher self. This is where we're meant to go in this lifetime, and this can be like really positive, expansive, Jupiterian energy. But you can also be like so obsessed with growth and transformation that it becomes like toxic. So like too much of anything is not good. This journey is about like. Moving forward, but also like being present, enjoying the products of your efforts, and be being grateful for how far you've come. Um, so you can like move towards transformation and growth in a sustainable place. Yeah. Anyways, all that being said, look up your north and south node. And really, like, take advantage of this upcoming lunar eclipse. Lunar eclipse is like this super potent full moon that amplifies your manifestations. So what you can do is decide how you want to show up in, let's say, twenty twenty two, or the foreseeable future. You decide, like, how do you want to show up? How do you want to carry yourself? What goals do you want to achieve? That kind of thing, and list down like what are the qualities you want to embody, and make a game plan of what do you need to do in order to embody more of that. Do you have to have stronger boundaries with your family because you know it's taking a lot of energy and time? Maybe you need to move out of your current living space because the environment is not supportive of your mental health or like the life you want to live. And it's not like you have to make all the big moves, but make a game plan. Maybe like you live in a one-bedroom apartment right now, and your end goal is to have a five-bedroom house. Maybe the next step is to just get. A condo, you know what I mean. So it's not about like jumping from zero to ten. It's also about like thinking how is it going to be realistic for you. Another huge one is rewiring your beliefs. Which beliefs have you been holding onto for the last few decades that you've been alive? Like, are they still serving you? 
and a lot of it can be subconscious. Until I was in my late twenties, I was running on subconscious reprogramming that money is bad, and money is hard to come by, and I could make five hundred k a year and still feel like I can never have enough money. So, rewiring, shifting your beliefs is a huge one that a lot of people can. Do more work on, and、um, with all that said, I am hosting a wonderful intimate healing circle on November eighteenth at twelve p.m. PST, and another one at six p.m. PST. So you have two opportunities to join me. We will be sharing our intentions for. The rest of the year, and more importantly, the new year, we'll be doing some powerful energy healing. So, if you have had an a high energy healing session with me, it is potent. Since this is going to be an intimate small group, you're going to receive the kind of healing you would get in a one-on-one session, but it will almost be like. Even more powerful because the energy is super amplified in a group setting. Also, be supported by other like-hearted human beings. If this event interests you, you can reserve your spot at the link in the show notes. If you are like, "Huh, am I gonna be a good fit for this circle? Will this work for me? How will this work?" Shoot me a message on Instagram. I will be happy to answer them for you. Okay, enough about eclipses, moons, and all the things. Let's talk about what you really came here for. Auras. Okay, you have probably heard of the term auras. I would think about it like this: so we, as human beings, we have physical bodies, obviously, but we also have our energy bodies. So I want you to think of a person. That you think is vibrant, happy, expansive. You like being around them, and think about how do you think their aura looks like. It is probably vibrant and strong, and bigger. You know how there are people you can like almost like sense their presence from a distance. Like let's say you're in a big room and they're like all the way across the room, but you can feel their energy. So hopefully that makes sense.、Um, yeah, and the opposite is also true. Some people they can put on all the makeup, but、um, and wear like really nice clothing, but you just don't feel like their energy is healthy. Maybe it feels a little dark. I don't know. You can maybe sense some grief coming from them. So it is actually like super intuitive. We're all intuitive. Like we pick up on other people's energy all the time. And maybe you think of somebody and you associate their presence with certain colors. It is not necessarily what they wear for their clothing, but you kind of just like think of certain colors when you think about their presence. In my energy healing practice, I work a lot with colors, and I love working with colors. 
I'll always start with an aura scan in every single session, and at the end, I'll do a little recap with a client. Like, hey, this is like what came through. This is what I did,、um, etc. So everyone's always like really excited about their aura colors. They want to know what it means. So obviously, different colors have different frequencies. Our auras reflect the character and the well-being, if you will, of our energy bodies. Your aura radiates different colors depending on your state of emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual health. There is no bad color, of course. This is like the law of correspondence. It just reflects your state of being. But I do think it's important that people have vibrant, strong, and healthy auras. Is like wearing a quality piece of clothing. It's like wearing a T-shirt that is like new and doesn't have holes, instead of having dull. And weak auras maybe even have holes, so that's like wearing an old T-shirt that's really washed out, and、um, it just looks a little fragile. You can have multiple colors in your aura.、Um, some people's auras are consistently the same, while others have aura colors that shift constantly. Maybe they are like going through that kind of phase in life where you're. Try many different things, and you're finding yourself. So your aura colors are shifting accordingly. So you know whether you have two aura colors or like seven aura colors, both are perfect. Both are normal. The important thing is that our aura colors are bright, and it is vibrant, is healthy, is full. And keep in mind when it comes to interpretation. Of different aura colors, it is important that you interpret it for yourself. I am going to share what different aura colors mean with you in this episode, but these are more like generalizations. That's why I always lead with questions. Like I'll ask my client, like, "Hey,、um, this is what I saw." Do you resonate with this? Have you experienced X, Y, and Z lately? That kind of thing. So it really depends on the context. Context is everything. It's like, oh, it depends, but、um, it really does. All right. All that being said, I will、um, walk you through some common interpretations of different aura colors. So let's start with yellow. So yellow is typically associated with happiness, optimism, inspiration, hope, like a bubbly person, someone who is playful and childlike. They remind people of a sense of youth. Yellow can also mean mental clarity, intelligence, hopeful, inspired. So that's like a vibrant yellow. How about a dull yellow? It has more to do with perhaps feeling a little powerless, low self-esteem, hopeless. So I'm going to explain the vibrant meaning and the dull meaning. Okay, moving on to orange. 
if you see orange in the aura, a vibrant orange that is um is like health, vitality, creativity, ambition, passion, adventure, like courage, outgoingness, and the dull kind of orange can perhaps indicate addictive behaviors, stress, lack of creativity, lack of passion for life. As I'm going through all these colors, kind of just like think about your own aura and um, see if you interpret them differently or maybe you think, oh, this is on point. Because again, this is like very intuitive and it depends on the context. It is also like kind of common sense. Um, okay, moving on to the color red. A vibrant red is associated with passion, like taking action, boldness, a healthy level of competition, you know, is like powerful, grounded, self-reliant, even like magnetic. Like this is like a very beautiful red, but a dull red can indicate that someone is holding on to anger, maybe having a lot of worries around money, like stability. So also think of the associated chakra center. So root is associated with red. So this is like, oh, if I'm you know, a vibrant red, I feel a sense of security, I'm like confident, I'm powerful, I'm grounded. But if I have an unhealthy red, I can feel anxious and stressed out, like worry about my needs being met. So that's a tip in, you know, working with your aura colors. Moving on to pink. Pink, a vibrant pink is compassionate, loving, gentle, affectionate. It's beautiful, like a lot of love energy. Um, adult pink though, um, you can think of like lack of feeling loved, maybe feel like there's not a lot of love in their life. It can feel like self-sacrificing, like over giving, not attending to your own needs, just feeling untaken care of, really. Low mood also is something you can think about. Moving on to blue. So a vibrant blue is associated with, you know, peace, calm, collected, cool, like cool and collected, like you're intuitive, truthful, sensitive, like a healthy level of sensitivity. You're there for people. Um, there's like a, it's kind of like a healthy masculine energy, you know? Um, and a dull blue can feel like sadness, not trusting, blocking, feeling blocked in expressing yourself. Um, yeah. Green. A vibrant green indicates that the person is pretty grounded. They're like connected to nature. Maybe they're very into herbalism. A lot of healers have green in their aura. So it's like healing vibes, um, open heartedness, compassionate, like innocence, like 
you know, like loving energy, like not like romantic, more like nurturing. A dull green, though, you know, okay, because it's like Chris. Oh, well, it's like Christmas next month. Um, it's like that.、Uh, the Grinch, like a dull green, can indicate jealousy, possessiveness, not being able to give or receive love, like that bitterness. Kind of icky energy, so <laughs> the Grinch. There you go. Okay, again, there's no bad or good or colors, but you know some of those. You're like, I want more of that. I mentioned this because we're gonna talk about black and gray. So again, no bad colors, but those colors are associated with grief, imbalance.、Um, Just like lower frequency, if you will, and there's nothing wrong with feeling grief if you lost something or someone really important to you. And again, like it's not about like bypassing your feelings. You don't want to be like, well, I don't want to be black, so I'm gonna like try to be yellow. That's not gonna work. As the grief is processed, your aura colors will change. The color black is also associated with needing protection, wanting to be protected, not wanting to be vulnerable. So, if you think about in like a traditional workplace, people wear like black suits.、Um, like, not saying they're not vulnerable, but it just makes this person feel like, okay, I'm not really going to share my. Secrets with them, you know what I mean. So there is like this, like hey, like stay away from me energy. That's why like black. If you wear like leather jackets or you know boots, it can be like kind of edgy and cool. All right, the next one is purple. So when we think about purple, we think about the third eye chakra, which has a lot to do with. Intuition, imagination, clairvoyance—like your third eye, like seeing with your mind's eye, visualization, lucid dreaming, seeing truth. There's also like this healthy sense of mystery is powerful in that spiritual way.、Uh, so it has a lot to do with like spiritual power. Um and、uh, leadership, so that's purple. Um, silver is an interesting one. Personally, I haven't seen it a lot with people. Um, is pretty spiritual and it indicates abundance, whether that is spiritual wealth or physical wealth. So is like abundance vibes. Um, it can also. Be like very much associated with like cosmic connection. Oh, speaking of which, it is. I don't know if it's still like cool to have silver hair, but it kind of just like reminds me of technology advancement, like very like futuristic vibes.、Um, those people may be like. Like people, not people with silver hair, but like people with silver auras, they、um, tend to be 
pretty connected with their galactic roots, like their star family. So yeah, that's a really cool one. Moving on to gold. Gold is associated with enlightenment, like divine guidance and protection. They tend to be intuitive people. Um, they're very magnetic. They um, are like basically people who are like deep in their spiritual, like higher spiritual journeys. So that is gold for you. Last but not least, we have white. And at this point, you're probably like, Sandy, oh my god, this is like so obvious. But white is associated with purity, innocence, honesty. It's also very spiritual. It's like very angelic. It's also very open. Like when I wear white, I feel like my energy is very open. I feel lighter, like my aura is expanded versus when I wear black. Um, again, like there's no like good or bad. But when I wear black, I feel safer. You know, it's like my safer option. If I was gonna like go somewhere where I don't know anybody, I'm a little intimidated, I'm more likely to pick out a black outfit. Um, it can be like kind of subconscious, to be honest. Whereas like when I wear white, with, you know, people I feel safe with, I trust, I feel great. But if I don't feel like I can trust them or whatever, it feels a little vulnerable. Um, so yeah, these are the common aura colors for you. In my energy healing sessions, um, like I work with color. Again, it's important that the colors are vibrant and strong and I strengthen your chakras with the associated colors. So if you're like kind of having an unbalanced root chakra, you don't feel super stable in your life and we can like brighten that up with red to make it healthier and more balanced. And if I meet someone who is very serious, they take things pretty seriously, like they're, you know, needing some more fun, like some childlike fun, I might like give them some yellow in their auras and uh, it can be really powerful. So obviously getting an energy healing session or taking part of an energy healing circle can be a very potent way of maintaining and um, strengthening the health of your aura but there are several things you can do on your own and i'm going to share them with you and again these are like really obvious but um maybe it'll help so energy healing is actually really dynamic like you can heal your energy by having a big cry um by meditation by um, doing a lot of different things. So like everything you do is actually like changing your energy in some type of way. Um, so the first one is decluttering your space. Okay, I don't know about you, but when I declutter my closet or just like, you know, clean up my room, I feel so much lighter and that is healing. So uh, 
you know, decluttering can be really good. So is like redecorating. Maybe you want some green energy. Like you want to feel grounded and compassionate, and you bring some plants in your space. That can be really powerful.、Um, you know, setting boundaries and honoring them. That can be really healing too. Journaling, dumping thoughts on paper, and maybe even like burning them. All of that is like. Shifting your energy in a meaningful way, even like taking empowered action, taking uncalculated risks of like getting out of your comfort zone, despite like oh, like let's say you've always worried about money, even though you've never been poor, you've never actually struggled with money, but you just have this like fear of like oh, maybe like. One day I'll just be broke, so you're like hoarding every penny. But then you're like, okay, I am going to invest in this thing because it's really important to you. You authentically really want it, and you're like, okay, I feel the fear, and I'm going to do it anyway. That is really healing too. And、um, this is super obvious. Wearing the colors you want to embody. So what? Actually, was funny is the other week. So you know how it's like colder these days. I know we're like in California, but like and the winters here is like not even that cold. But you know, as the weather cools down, you kind of just enjoy being in like a hoodie or a sweater. And I was actually like living in the same black hoodie for days.、Um, I mean, I love black, like you know, leather jackets and like black jeans and like boots are like really edgy and cool. But I think I was just in black too much, and every time I like walk by the mirror, I would be like, I don't feel like this is the energy I want to embody. It didn't feel authentic. It didn't feel good. I didn't really want to show up, and、um, so yeah. Wearing the colors are quite effective, and it doesn't necessarily have to be clothing. If you want more yellow or gold, but you don't want to wear those colors, you can get a citrine bracelet, or you can wear like yellow underwear. You know, <laughs> so be playful with this and see how. Doing those simple things changes your energy and changes the way you show up. I know when I wear pink, I'm like just naturally a more loving, open person. So that's me. Let me know what you think. Hopefully, this was helpful and interesting. If you haven't already, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcast. It will take like two seconds. I promise. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Again, I would love for you to join me in my events on November 18th. And without further ado, I will let you go enjoy the rest of your day. I'll talk to you in the next episode.